Hey, this is Matthew fucking Justice, and you're listening to Wrestling Cheers. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, even if you're unannounced on the card. This is Wrestling Chairs. We'd like to talk about the Northeast things the Northeast South independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a preview episode for this Thursday's AIW show, Bad Boy for Life, featuring the final AIW appearance, at least for right now, of Joey Janela. And that will be at the Winchester Music Tavern. I am your host. I am Justin Summers. And Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose to desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at WhatAManeuver.net. Like I said, this is a preview episode for AIW, Bad Boy for Life. And I've already told you who I am. And this week, uh, it's just going to be a two-man show. And this is going to be really interesting with this particular show. But we have returning, and I don't, I don't even know how long... We have Pat. What's up? Bad boy for life. I'm I mean, a bad, <laughs> bad boy. I mean, if we're... Who else, who else do you need for this show anyways? I'm the goddamn resident Joey <laughs> Janelle expert. You don't need nobody else. I'm here. Don't worry about it. Yeah, like, I, I reached out to you last week to be on the preview, and you're like, well, I'm not going to be uh, be able to like go to that show and all this kind of stuff. And then I was like, well, how about next week for Janelle's show? And you're like, yeah, I'm in it. So... It's, yeah, it's I had to perfect. miss again, man. I haven't missed a show in so long. I went like two and a half years, and then I had to miss. My son was born, yeah. and then I had to miss again just recently. Now we were homeless cosplaying uh, <laughs> for the weekend, which we do every every year around that on that weekend. Uh, yeah, it was not fun not being there. Luckily, they they streamed it on Fight TV again, which was uh, that's always good. So you know, even if you can't be there can still watch you can still keep up you know i know what happened with everything i know i know we're rat in the iw well that's so. like with with this show that they they announced that it's going to be on fight tv and it was after i bought my ticket a part of me was going to like give away the ticket and just watch it at home and like that's if it was any other show on a thursday i think that's what i would have done with working the next morning and have to get up at like six o'clock in the morning but i was like well this is going to be the last time janelle is going to be there I was actually kind of upset that he couldn't make it. Like, obviously, not his fault, but, you know, I was, you know, I was disappointed that shit went down and yeah. he couldn't make it. So when this came up one last time, I don't think and I've never got a picture with him. I never bought an 8x10, never bought anything off of him. And I, I want to at least at least get the picture, maybe an 8x10, whatever. But just, like, you know, help, help send him off and uh, wish him well in AEW. 
well, yeah, he just got his friggin' car broken into and all his gear bag and all that stuff stolen. So he's definitely going to appreciate any uh, merch and stuff like that that anyone's going to buy this Thursday for sure. Yeah, um, that, that too, like getting shit stolen. It just reminded me of fucking Matt Justice. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's there's been a, sh- a string of uh, stuff like that happening and happening lately, but it's a big time bummer, man. I can't imagine that would be uh, that would be a good feeling. Um, whenever I do DJ gigs and stuff like that, uh, when I'm driving to them, I'm always worried uh, that I don't have something or I'm missing something or I don't know. And then, like that pit in my stomach, not having the equipment I need. I couldn't imagine being like a wrestler and having to do that and being like, oh, great. Uh, my clothes that I wear every single time that are supposed to be pretty much the same. So people recognize me are now stolen. Sweet. And it doesn't seem like a lot of wrestlers have like just a plethora of backups. Like, oh, I have like so many in this bag, but like I have this many in my closet. It seems like what they're exp- they're expensive, dude. Oh, yeah. Especially really good ones. <laughs> it's not, not cheap for that stuff. But what I was gonna say is like whatever's in their bag is like it. So you yeah, know, shit comes up missing. They're they're fucked. It's brutal. It's for sure. I mean, luckily with Joey, which like he's in a little bit like better situation than like Matt Justice was. Like, I would agree, but it seems. It, but I was gonna say it still like sucks to see, and it, like we didn't, at least I didn't see pictures of Matt's truck because I believe he like he like he did find I think the truck or whatever happened, but just like actually seeing his car, Janella's just it looked like someone just took a baseball bat to it, some of the windows yeah. and just got like everything they could. Same thing with Matt's uh, driver side and passenger side windows were just busted out, glass all everywhere, and. Stuff that he the funny thing what Joey said, too, is he had like $80 or 60 or 80 bucks in cash just kind of strewn about the video vehicle, like maybe in the glove compartment, a couple a 20 here or there, whatever, regardless. But, you know, it's a smash and grab situation when they just grab bags in plain sight and bolt and leave stuff like that, you know. Yeah, I remember back in I think it was 2003 when I went to the gathering of the juggalos and I had my car, (laughs) I had my car broken into, uh, I was an idiot and accidentally left it unlocked. Uh, it was a Oldsmobile, Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra, uh, got to lock the fucking doors. Not only did they steal my CD collection that was in there, uh, a Jersey that a friend of mine wanted me to sell while I was there to like some random person just so he can get some money for it. But they stole like, I had like, like notebooks in there. With, mm-hmm. writing, with writings in them, and they fucking took that too. And I'm like, really? You what think the they're fuck? like reading those back at the campsite, <laughs> like roasting you, like, listen to this, he wrote this. Ah! And just even, like, because they don't know the context or anything. You know? I don't even remember what was in like them. Was it, I don't know if it was just like regular school shit or like just like maybe some like short stories or some songs that I wrote, but still. Sure. Like, I don't fucking remember. And yeah, it was just like it was this big field of a parking lot and. Yeah, I came back. Everything was stolen. I think the thing that got me the most was the fact that my CD collection, which at that time was in a fucking binder. Like, yeah. Was, oh, yeah. Us old people remember that. And literally filled. And most of the CDs were original copies. And I, I at that time, and I changed it after this, obviously, I had the CD and the booklet for it because I always yeah. thought that looked cool. And when I got that stolen, it's like, great. I have a bunch of cases at home that don't mean shit. Yeah, it's like uh, it's back in the time when this was probably before the big burn craze, too, where you had actual hard copies of CDs, too, not just like a burn copy, you know? 
I mean, the burn craze was going on because you remember that was like like 2000, 2001, like when Napster first popped up. Yeah. But I like took pride in like having like certain like original copies of shit. And then after that point, yeah, I started I went, I went burn crazy and then I got an iPod and I would borrow people's CD collection and upload it to my computer just so I could have it. Sure. Just having to rebuild. But granted, that's like minor shit. Like someone steals my CD collection now, it's going to suck, but it's not my livelihood. Like fucking Janela and, and Matt, like that people suck. I wondered how we got on that conversation. I forgot how <laughs> I we got it, there. <laughs> I brought it back. I brought it back. Nice. So, um, a little little peek behind the curtain. Uh, you probably know, or I don't know if AW announced this. If it, they did, I fucking missed it. There is only one match announced for this show, and there's only going to be one match announced for this show. Joey Janela yep. versus Alex Shelley. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I was also told that uh, there was word going around um, on Friday night. I wasn't there, so I can't confirm nor deny, but I heard a little birdie told me that word was going around that there's a real big match, too, a big match going on that, like, I, you'll, prob- you'll probably be glad you didn't sell the ticket, uh, you know, and stay home because uh, apparently there's there's something big going on that uh, they're not going to announce, and... Yeah, I'm pretty excited for that because, you know, I would normally just assume that this would be the biggest thing that I'd be worried about is the Janela match. But now just with that looming in the background, who knows? Who could it, it could be Boogeyman? You know, I mean, who knows? <laughs> it could be anyone, you know? So I think the thing with me is like from a podcasting point of view and the fact that we preview these shows like I, I don't like that they're only announcing one match. But the, it is it is a bit of a challenge. Like, OK, one match. Let's see what we can do with an episode. But also there's the fan side of me that anytime that they do like a mystery opponent or mystery partner, that those are really, really fun uh, matches because we like we don't know who it's going to be. There's always guesses. And now we're going into a full card minus one match that we don't we don't know what's going on. And it reminds me of at least what I remember it being like the first ECW one night stand. I don't remember knowing a card. And I just remember watching the show and being like, okay, what's going to be match one? Then after match two, like, okay, one, what's, okay, what's going to be match two? And just like going, just being surprised with everybody who came out. It was fucking awesome. And I think it's kind of what this is going to be like. Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite things about wrestling and in wrestling is the surprise aspects of all, in general, of all things. Um, and I, I do that with the cards when I know you know who they are and what they are i'll do i'll guess the order oh what's gonna be next is this going to be later in the show or that and and there's there's great anticipation in that and that's fun and now we don't know even know who's wrestling so that'll be really fun it's gonna be music hits and then you figure it out and those are always that's always fun plus people listening to the show you know we can sit here and speculate there they could be in their car speculating as well you know they're probably shouting out you know what what's gonna what they think is gonna be on it people will probably listen this driving to the show you know, so I think be- I think we're going to get some students. That's kind of what I'm expecting. Not as for the whole show, but it's a Winchester show. It's a Thursday show. So we're going to see at least a handful of students, whether it be a newer class or, or an older class. But I think also it being a Thursday show, like that's when we're going to get people who we're not necessarily expecting because it's a Thursday show. There's not a lot of them running across the country. A lot of people are able to be booked. Yeah. Um, 
on a Thursday. So, so yeah, that's, that's a good, that's a very good point. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, at this point, the students though, a lot of them are, a lot of them are, you know, in, in the fold now, as far as AIW goes and are starting to have some storylines, you know, Bitcoin boys and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, the students are, the students are in the forefront, Arthur MacArthur, those type of guys, you know, so you say they're going to get, we're going to get a lot of student matches, but anymore to me, that's just, uh, you know, the AIW roster, uh, some of the newer guys, but you know, I don't even consider them students per se anymore. They were just the most recent crop of students. I'm not, I'm not saying we're we're gonna get a lot of them. I'm just expecting a lot of them to be in matches. And sure. like I said, it could be it could be like some of the, the newer ones, like Bitcoin Boys, uh, Chuck Stone, and Ar- Arthur MacArthur. But you know, I'm also considering like guy like Doctor Dan and Parker Pierce and Big Twan Tucker. Yeah, guys who are norm normal wrestlers in AIW and even like the Weird World. Weird World has been. I don't want to say MIA, but I feel like the past year. They haven't been on every single show like they used to be. Like they, they've kind of taken a step back, and this could be like a show where we see the weird world. I need the weird world, weird world on every show. I need Doctor Dan on every show. Those are my guys, man. Mm-hmm. I, I need, I need both of those on every every show. And then we have like people who you know, who's going to probably be my pick for newcomer of the year for AIW is uh, you know Lee Moriarty. Like that's a dude who who's been killing it, and if he's available on a Thursday night, which I figure he would be, I think he's going to be there too. But th- that's the thing; like we don't know the 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 possibilities are maybe not endless, but it's pretty close. Yeah, yeah, I could see, I could see giving Lee that title. He's been he's definitely been in the forefront of all the newer guys that didn't you know go to the to the school. Um, I wouldn't hate seeing uh, Manders back on a Thursday night uh, at the Winchester again. He wrestled, or was he just at that Winchester show? Maybe that's what I'm thinking. He was at the Winchester at show, yeah. and then he did the brewery show. That uh, was at the brewery show. But yeah, I'd like to see that guy back again. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be one I'd love to see. I mean, what's a what's a show without you know Mance? Not Manders, but Mance. It- I, I'm pretty much gonna need Mance Warner on every single AIW card. Um, he now that I, I can officially say with Joey leaving, this being his last AIW uh, AIW match, he's going off the indies, as they say. Mance uh, Mance is getting promoted to number one, dude. That's that's my guy. Gonna need him on every show. Mance is just great. I I can't say enough good things about the dude. Like I was even thinking because I know like I've seen like a lot of lists online this past week of like your top five or four favorite wrestlers and i was actually thinking of like how about my top five that not necessarily they're my favorite wrestler but like as people i really love and that's one of them that's really at the top of that list i like every show i go to that i see man's at i give him a hug and like he's a good dude he just can do it all um he can he can do old school like wrestling old man wrestling um he can do deathmatch ghoul shit um, he can just do brawl stuff. Um, you know, he, he does it all. He, he's on social media. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you'll get guys that are great in the ring, but then maybe they don't do so much presence on social media, you know, or they, they're great on social media, but, uh, their in ring stuff is a little to be desired. Maybe they should, you know, spend, spend more time training than on Twitter. But with Mance, I feel like, man, the guy does it like he does. He's got it all, dude. He's, 
He's he's got all the buttons. Quite Jim, Jim Cornette hates him, so that's good. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, quite easily one of the nicest uh, dudes out there. Like, just oh, as a yeah. person, like it most in, and uh, the crowd. I think he's definitely up there of quickest to get over. Just I think with it was within that first match, and sometimes that's a little difficult. And he he's one of the ones that pulled it off. Um, he, he, we didn't even get his entrance, which I was going to say, he checks all the boxes for me. His entrance song is great, but we didn't even get that entrance at first. Um, what I will say though, I'm going to give the Caden rub here. Uh, I will say that I think that that had a little bit to do with it. When he came to his first AIW match, the first two or three times Caden did the boot wipe. And I definitely think Caden getting in there and kind of, I think that helped him. I don't think Mance needed any help, but I think it did help. I got to say, I, I think uh, getting the kid in there with you is definitely never a bad look. Is that a unintentional pun of Caden Rub because it was him rubbing the boots? The shine, the boot shine yeah. down? I just yeah. meant, you know. he. You yeah, know. I know. Yeah, I, another, I don't know. Another one I'm that, bad at puns. That was too good for me to come up <laughs> with on purpose. <laughs> uh, one dude that I mean I would love to see is Space Monkey. We haven't seen Space Monkey in a while, man. I want to say shit when was all that? year kinda... yeah la- last time was the big uh uh last minute run-in well i don't even remember everybody but it was you know like mjf came out to save cabana then he attacked and then uh space monkey came out what was it uh, probably ethan page and fuck i can't even remember yeah i i, I love space monkey but i honestly cannot remember the last time i saw that that little guy in oh. ai dub I think it was Ethan Page and Colt Cabana versus what's it? Duke Money? No. Uh, I, like I said, I honestly have no, I have no clue. Would just be guessing. It was the the December show because I vividly remember it at Ohio Nets, and I'm purposely kind of stalling so I can pull up. Here we go. Oh God, it was a eight man tag. I was thinking like two on two. It was Ethan Page. Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham and Duke Money versus Colt Cabana, Key Kataro, and Twins. Okay. And then MJF uh, came out. Because you need to borrow money or something, right? No, no, no. That was the one that he came out dressed like Cabana and it looked like he was. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looked like he was coming to Cabana's aid. And then he turns around and says, fuck it, starts beating up Colt and Space Monkey came out. So it ended up being a 10-man tag with Colt Cabana, Kikotaro, Twins, and Space Monkey versus Duke Money, Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham, Ethan Page, and MJF. Gotcha. So that was – and it was unannounced too. So we haven't, mm. we haven't seen him all year, and he has been unannounced in longer than that. He's, but he's at the top of my list of someone I would love to see. Um. Let's talk about Joey Janela for a second, and you are our sure. our resident Joey Janela fanboy. Yep, huge fan. Uh, yeah, I saw him. I saw him his second ever AIW appearance. I only missed one of Joey's appearances, actually. Um, his first was. Uh, do you want to try and guess who it was? It was a four way. The show was. Um, the show was right here. Hold on. It's 2016. I won't tell you which month because obviously that will give it away. <laughs> okay. um, but it was a four-way a four-way singles match. Any want to give any guesses there? 
First, I'm going to try to... Some heavy hitters in AIW. Well, at least one heavy hitter in AIW. I'm going to try to guess the, the month. Event? Well, I'm going to try to guess the month. Okay. And I'm trying to... Like, there's a lot of... There's a lot of shows that if you just say a month, like, a certain event comes to mind. But okay. I'll start with March. It was in March of 2016. So, Gauntlet for the Gold. It was Gauntlet for the Gold, for the gold 11. It was a four-way singles match. After that, I can't even... Th- think because just so many matches and everything johnny gargano defeated cedric alexander joey janela and lewis linden so <laughs> half of them are in wwe yep yeah so three-fourths of those guys are all signed to major you know promotions now so that's a that's a big match right there for gauntlet for the gold 11 if you remember that um and then he wrestled, like I said, his second event was the second time he ever was in AIW. That was my first time seeing him. Uh, forgot about Dre, the rap show, 2016. He Classic. defeated Facade. Was that was was that the one that he was on the cover? Uh, forgot about Dre, yes. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. I vividly remember that one. That was uh, Booker T. Which is like, that's kind of cool to say, too, for your second ever appearance in uh, AIW. You know, you get a... You get a a DVD cover slash like you know kind of your face on the on the poster type deal, and like I don't the thing is like I I remember these but I don't remember them like as a highlight. Like granted, I've often said like I'm not a huge Janela fan, but it's not I don't hate him. It's mm-hmm. I've never been one to like just go crazy for him. Like I I like him when he shows up. And, and all that kind of stuff. And when obviously when some of the bullshit has happened, this fucking the incident with the match versus Glacier, like, yeah, like I, I like those definitely sucked. But I've never like like I said, I never bought a shirt, which is crazy because how many shirts I own. I, I've never like got a picture eight by ten, nothing. And but I've never I don't hate the dude. Like I don't go out there and say like he's a piece of shit or like there's like a handful of wrestling. I'm like, nah, like I just really don't care for them. Like him, it's just like I'm not. I don't love him like to death, but I don't hate him. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Um, he was also his third appearance, which is another big one, um, which I wasn't at because obviously it sold out pretty. I'm sure pretty quickly. Um, whole shebang. Uh, Gargano's farewell. Uh, Alex Daniels defeated him for the intense title. So you go at debut against Gargano, Cedric Alexander. Then you wrestle. Uh, your second match is versus Facade, which is nothing you know crazy. But then third match, uh, you know, it's for the intense title. So, but the, oh, forgot about Dre. I was going to say that when you get you know you get the show poster. So three in a row right there, pretty big. You know, they're showing them mm-hmm. showing them some love, giving them a bit of a push there. So, um, and then after that, uh, Jelly of the Month Club, and then it was just from there on out. Every other time he was in AIW, it was pretty much. Uh, you know, Janela Zone. Everyone loved him from there on out, pretty much. Um, what What would you say if you had to go uh, top three Janela moments? Can you run any down or what? I, I prepared mine. I know what mine. <laughs> top three in AIW. I guess we'll go AIW specifically. Do we want to go one, two, three, or three, two, one? Three, two, one. Come on. Okay, three, two, one. I'm just make it short. Of course. Um, it's not necessarily a highlight, but it's it's one of the the bigger moments. The people are going to remember it, mm-hmm. it. It's the match versus fucking Glacier and um, injuring himself like that. And yep. it, like and I think he he was very disappointed in it, and I, I think it 
it's very similar to, and I'm not comparing them identically, is it's uh, to Teddy Hart. But I felt like Joey felt really bad and he wanted to go and he he probably could have gone a little bit longer. But it was like, now, nah, like, we have to, like, wrap this shit up. I mean, he went pretty long with a broken yeah. goddamn finger, man. <laughs> I yeah. was going to say, I, a lot of guys probably would have called and took a roll up right there. I mean, his, I was standing right there and his finger was absolutely destroyed. Um, like, that, that was fucking gross to even look at. So the fact that he, like, snapped it back in and oh. and then just, like wrestled for i mean that was another i have the dvd and i want to say the one time i timed it it was like another 12 minutes he wrestled for and the the crazy thing is i think he was like upset with it like that's what i'm like kind of saying where he felt like he let us down yeah yeah i i wouldn't say that but yeah it's uh he's the man that's for sure a lot of good moments and and i felt like that was a match kind of like catered around joey janela as in like we're gonna have this show joey who do you want to go up against glacier okay Fucking let's bring in Glacier. Let's have uh, enter the f- 36 cryonic chambers. Like, that's it was fucking great. Yeah, he has been kind of on this kick of wrestling older guys and kind of getting these great. Um, uh, uh, my third one, I would say, uh, is is uh, when he wrestled Marty Janetti. Um, that was an incredible match, man. That was just an absolute banger of a match. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the similar with, with Glacier, where he was just on this tear of just wrestling just wild, wild names. Um, and that was one of them. Um, get it, getting to see that Marty Jannetty match after the, you know, seeing it on spring break and all that, and there was such big talk of it. And then the fact that AIW got it was just, uh, it's good stuff, man. That's, that was my number three. Okay, what's your number two? So number two for me um, would be the ladder match versus Donst. Okay. Um, although, you know, he lost that match. That was one of the greatest wrestling matches I w- have ever seen live. Um, those two just fucking absolutely killed each other. Um, so many great spots. So many just unreal shit. Um, when I was just recently doing uh, my homeless cosplay, um, <laughs> I had a DVD player and a TV and I was playing a bunch of, you know, my AIW DVDs. And uh, that was one of the matches I played that actually some people were standing around and were like, holy shit, like, what the hell? You know, casual. when normies w- see wrestling on TV and they go, <laughs> oh, well, that was kind of cool, you know, it's it's something all right. Um, so what about you? What's your number two? My number two is the J-Lit win because, yeah. like, I mean, that was a, such a huge moment. And then it also kind of added in the fact that he didn't give Wrestling Cheers credit. <laughs> using the fucking picture yeah. you you love that you were so mad at him i was no no no. i wasn't mad like I, and it's something that a lot of people oh do. you were mad no i wasn't <laughs> mad it was just like i gave him shit for not tagging and then like he gave me shit for giving him shit then i turned around and gave yeah i just i added like i had to get like kind of a last word in uh, about it but it, it was definitely no hard feelings I mean, it, it didn't help to, like, what I've said earlier of, like, I don't love him, but I don't hate him. And I mean, I just felt like, well, like, I still, I don't love him, but I don't hate him, especially for this. Like, I, I don't hate the dude. He just didn't mention wrestling chairs. And the whole, my whole thing behind that is, if you're a wrestler, just, just tag us. Just, if, if, and even if, and I've often said this, if you know Caden took the picture, but he tweeted it, which that's what that happened with that. If he would have gave Caden credit, I wouldn't have cared. I'd have been like, okay, he gave who took the picture, but, like, give either the person who took it or wrestling cheers credit, just please. And that's all I ask. Cause at least maybe 
it helps get the name out to more people. And even I even kind of uh, liken it to the whole thing, like when I found the Spotlight Series podcast. It was a logo that I seen everywhere, and I know like so many wrestlers who had been on the show. So then, when I went around and like finally, I finally gave in because I'd seen the logo so many times and started listening. I look back, I'm like, well, everybody who ever like tagged it or or shared it, like it was embedded into my mind, and that's kind of just what I asked. Like, if you're going to use our picture, just please. Yeah, I don't care. It doesn't really bother me. It'd be cool, and it's always fun. But you know, whatever. I'm not mad about it. Well, that's what I said. Like, I'm not. I wasn't mad, but it was just kind of like. I even think of the comment that I made was just kind of like, like, kind of like, "Hey, man, we took it." Just kind of like giving him shit, and then yeah, just like it was definitely um, at least from my part, my side, with no hard feelings. Even like during it, I was just like, "Man." You know what I was? I'm looking at here. I gotta, I, I gotta go back. Uh, the forgot about Dre show poster, I believe, was actually Booker T. It was um, next episode was what had Janela's face on the DVD, uh, which, which was the next year. And obviously, uh, yeah. If you have the the Chronic 2001 album, forgot about Dre is right before the next episode. Yeah. Yep, so that was my bad. So he didn't get the cover of the second show in, but, you know, my bad. Um, but it's saying here, I don't remember this because I was definitely here, but it was Infinity and Be- to Infinity and Beyond and Alex Daniels and Tim Donst versus Crazy Pain, Janella, and Lewis Linden. I don't remember. I don't remember Janella ever tagging with Crazy Pain and Lewis Linden, but maybe I do. I don't know. That's not ringing a bell for some reason. I don't know. I tend to forget a lot of the Crazy Pain shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right. So, what do you? So, my number one actually was, actually, no, 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 that no, no, was no. my number one was okay. Jaylet. I was gonna. I was kind of going in snake pattern, and I was gonna say my number one. Oh, I, my bad. No, no. Which it, I, when you said your uh, number two, I was like, ours is gonna be switched because my, yeah, <laughs> because my number one is that ladder match. It was absolution, okay. and you know, technically that was right after the whole like disrespecting situation whatever you want to call it for the for the you were, photo you were back on liking timmy again <laughs> i felt like i was torn between the two but but you were on timmy's side for it they you were mad at joey <laughs> and you were happy with timmy again you guys were buds they, which i like timmy usually i root for him too but then you know that's when i started rooting against him when he wrestled joey but they put on a great fucking match, like regardless. Uh, like, yeah, that was that was really good. I don't remember if that's what I picked for my match of the year, but I just I remember Donst's entire title reign was just bookended with great matches versus Janela and obviously Matt Justice, and they they everybody was talking about them afterwards, and even like going back to the end of the year, we were definitely talking about Janela versus. Uh, Versus Don. So that to me, like that stands out. It was like I said, it was absolution. So that, that always has a big meaning too. And there was the, the feud with Donst and Janela was great. There was, mm-hmm. there was the one that point, time he came out with his Donst came out to Janela's music. Dude, I was just about to say that. Him. Yeah. yeah. What's with everybody uh, impersonating Janela? We, cause we just had it with Wes Barkley. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's a popular guy. So, uh, <laughs> you know. I'll admit though, Absolution. I I really wanted that to be Joey, even if it was just for the I couldn't fucking make it till the very end, but I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's uh, you talking about when he when he missed the last show at Absolution? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted him, I wanted him just there in regular because I thought he would have the match, um, with Swaggle. And then I assumed maybe we would get some sort of him cashing in, but then maybe losing it or something. You know, I don't know. I just thought maybe we'd get something else. I thought from him. I thought if they were going to let the the Jaylet uh, cash in count, like say, just play in hypothetically, that that was actually Janela, and he came out and he cashed in. I figured it would have been cool if he would have won, but then Justice would have come out. He would right. Have you could have a double change. Yeah, yeah, that would be great too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That I thought maybe we'd get something like that, or at least I was hoping that's what we would get with the absolution thing. Um. But I think this will be good. Um, him versus Alex Shelley will be really good. Um, it, it, you know, it's at the Winchester, so it's a tiny little spot. Did you get your? Uh, did you get guaranteed early entry, whatever, guaranteed seat or whatever, the extra five bucks? Yeah, I, I jumped on that oh, quick. Yeah. Every, every time, dude. Every time. I missed out on the last one because I was uh, like a last minute type thing. It was like a couple of days prior, and I was like, fine, like I'm gonna go because I was unemployed at the time. And I didn't know if I was going to be like when they announced everything. I didn't know if I was going to be working. Ironically, yeah. when they announced this show, I was unemployed. But then I was like, uh, if I can make it, I can make it. If not, whatever. Yeah. So now with a back to being local, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm fucking going. Like I'm going to be tired the next day. But but yeah, you can't miss it. What do you think a Joey Janela cashin would have been like? I think that's that's something that it sucks. Like we're talking about. Like that was in both of our top two. Like that moment of him winning Jaylet, and he is now the first one who actually had a cash in that didn't get to. And I felt like I've I've been told by AIW that the good guys faces, whatever you want to call it, like they're always going to announce, and the bad guys heels, they're going to be the ones who who do surprise. Surprise! But I'm like, it's Janela. He's a bad, bad boy. Like. I don't care if he's loved and he's good. He like it would to me would have fit more the character of just cashing in whenever the fuck he wanted. Oh, I definitely think we would have saw him just coming out, which is why every show that he wasn't actually announced or blah blah, I would I would endlessly check and see if he was booked somewhere because yeah, I mean that I definitely think AEW or not even necessarily AEW because it was the injury that kept him out for almost yeah. a year, but the, we we got robbed of a really really good moment for sure. AEW was just the icing on the cake. Of yeah, he he was injured and he was able to come back, but like I don't remember when it was announced that he would be signing. But I think it was just kind of like, well, like there's no way we're gonna definitely see it now. Yeah, it was. Um, him getting hurt was definitely one of the uh, worst worst things to happen to to that and uh man fucking thorin's got some bad luck with guys he likes to push and they getting signed lately like that just keeps happening to him I, f- I think it's a good thing i think it's one thing that that sets uh, aiw apart from a lot of other companies maybe not regionally but nationally like i'll always hear about certain companies and everything and the kind of talent they bring in i'm like man we're we're lucky and i even thought about this like when I first started becoming a fan in 2011, I'm like, we had one of the top independent wrestlers in our backyard of Johnny Gargano. And then mm-hmm. we wanted to pull out the uh, historic independent wrestling veteran. We had M dog, Matt cross also in our backyard. And like that attracted a lot of like other wrestlers to come through and being in a good place in between 
uh, New York and Chicago. Like it was, we're like a mixing pot of good wrestling, whether they're from here or they're able to get here quick. Yeah. Um, we're, Cleveland is definitely in a good spot for, for that. We seem to be able to get, um, I mean, I guess I don't know that side because I don't know what Thorne's paying for certain yeah. flights and stuff, but we get a lot of, we get a lot of talent here. Um, if you look at who's wrestled here over the years, uh, Cleveland, Ohio is definitely a hotbed. I mean, if you look at here, like I'm looking, going through right now, we got Janela versus Jimmy Jacobs. When Jacobs came back, oh, AIW is yeah. like one of the first people to, to book, start booking him again. If you remember that, was that the hell on earth? Rulers of the world. The oh, rulers of the world. Okay, that was uh, right after that. Uh, yeah, yeah. We only had we only had him like a couple shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he got hurt too because yeah, he was. Yeah. Jacobs was only around for a little bit. Um, and then uh, Janela versus DJZ. That was a great match mm-hmm. in AIW. Um, Both signed. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, if you look at all the guys that he's wrestled, so it's a lot of big names in AIW. That's for sure. I mean, even outside of uh, like who like Janelle's gone up against. Like, I haven't been to the AIW website in a in a long time. It's just kind of like the evolution of you know how shit goes. But like the roster page, as I'm trying to pull it up right now, that's somewhat up to date. But at, I was going to say, did it get updated or what? Still, like the, some of the updated names of people who used to be in AIW or even some of them maybe just had like one off. That's why I think like we're so, so lucky, so lucky and so spoiled, you know, uh, you know, DJ Z, Chris Harrow, Adam Cole, um, EC3. He's here's, there's another one who yeah, was, was, in our, was on and, rulers of the world too. Yeah. I was gonna say one that was, that was in our backyard. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, we've had, you know, Ricochet, Kevin, Steen slash Owens, wherever you want to call him. Um, just, I'm just jumping around on this list, and there's just a lot of uh, names. Akira Tozawa, um, El Generico, now known as Amy Zane. Just we're spoiled. Indeed, we have seen a lot of a lot of great names pass through. That's for sure. But I don't know. I'm not really worried about it with people getting signed and stuff. I think there's a lot of great names still up and coming. I don't know. You got guys like freaking Josh Bishop. He's right in our backyard. That dude's gonna be huge someday soon. Oh, well, that, that's kind of like what I was thinking too. Of like we like that's who was in our backyard when I first started. And mm-hmm. when Johnny left, it kind of left a little bit of a a void of like having like that caliber star. And I feel like guys like and, I, and I've said it for years, Josh Bishop and Dominic Garini are are in a competition of like who who's going to be the bigger name. And I don't think they've ever come out and said it, but I just feel like the way I've seen both of them go from company to company and, and make impacts in their own particular way. You know, we just have Dominic Garini who just signed with MLW and earlier this year, you know, Josh Bishop has had one of the best fucking years and best moment. Like he had one of the best WrestleMania weekend moments of, of an, on an independent wrestling show. And then he had the whole thing with Matt justice at the, um, the Odeon. Yeah, like it's it's fucking nuts, and that they're they're dudes who, in a couple more years, they'll be way way bigger names. And I'm I'm very proud of those two. I love them both to death, and seeing them, you know, just itch and scratch and claw and get higher and higher. And even like, let's talk about like kind of outside of what we see in AIW. I love 
uh, violence is forever. Dominic Greeny. Oh, Tom's the guy, man. I I don't know, Kevin. uh, I haven't really talked to him. I know he's been around a couple of shows, but Mm -hmm. haven't got to talk to him. But Dom's my guy. Um, But oh, you know what? We didn't even say talking about the intense icon real quick. Today's his birthday. Josh is 22 today. Happy birthday, Josh. Yeah, you're going to hear this days later, but happy birthday. It's all right. We still acknowledged it. You know, it's my guy. Got to say what's up. <laughs> Another, but yeah, violence is forever. I would like to see that tag in AIW. Kind of like going back to like what we were talking about earlier. Uh, you know, one of the people or some of the people that I want to see at this show, and I, I kind of expect them one way or another. And one of them's ma- really making a name for himself right now. That's the production. And the one I'm talking about of making a name for himself is Danhausen. Legitimately love that Danhausen. Yeah, legitimately love that Danhausen. Yeah, did you see uh, Big Adventure Danhausen? Or he did the te- tequila dance on the bar and kicked BB Smooth <laughs> in the face. I wish I could have been at that show, but the fact that it was a Sunday and there's some like shows outside of this area that run on Sundays, I'm just like, nah. That's if the Browns are playing, that's I'm going to be watching the game, whether it's. That's rarely at home, but normally I'm at a bar in Kent, so... Where where was that show at, even? I didn't even see where that was. That was uh, in Columbus. That was like a fundraiser for Unsanctioned Pro. If, okay. if, if I'm correct, the whole story is they did a like a DVD watch party there a month hmm. or so ago, and they the match, one of the matches that they had there, like no ring, they just kind of like brawled, and it ended up going outside and like damaging a car. So they did a fundraiser to pay oh, for the damages. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that was one of the matches on the card. Uh, Yikes. I, I love PB Smooth, too, and like getting PB and Danhausen together is something that I know we've seen in AIW, and it's fun seeing elsewhere, too. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think it's going to be a good show, though, man. Um, I love all AIW. I love Thursday AIW, so, you know. I didn't get to uh, didn't get to go to the show uh, recently, obviously. So getting to go, you know, just one week later is pretty cool. Because you know, if sometimes they just do once a month, I'd have to wait a whole damn month now. But luckily, uh, luckily we get this extra September show. So actually, when, when it come when you come to think about it, if they didn't have this show, you wouldn't have an AIW show until November. Hell on earth, right? Yeah, because no. you're not running October, so. No, uh, two hundred down. Oh down yeah, that's in Akron. Akron, right? Yeah. yeah, you're right. That's when is that? October what? November second. On November second. Yeah, right. So that's not in October either. So they're yeah. not running in October. I'm just saying. You said uh, hell on earth, and I'm like, no, we's, right, we, we, right. I mean, yeah, oh god, if it was nothing until then, that would have sucked. But shit, right? Yeah. Two. Good. We'll we'll get into two hundred like in so many weeks or whenever the when that's going to be or a month or so. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that, but that we're not going to get into that right now. Um, so I like that Akron place, though. Yeah, I love uh, kind of how spread out it is. It's not one of the, it's not one of the bigger bigger venues like the Ohio Nets was uh, uh, as uh, what Stacy and uh, I think you guys on Pod Van Dam call it the the volleyball cavern. Yeah. So I love that because the fucking merch section was just its own being, and you didn't have to worry about tight lines because i know that's what i ran into at the odeon i wanted to buy something off Britt baker but her line was right next to delos and they both had a line in the same kind of cramped area at the odeon i'm like how am i supposed to get through here and people were uh getting stuff from martinez too yeah it was yeah it was busy huh 
I figured that show would be pretty. I don't. I don't love the merch area at the Odeon, but what are you going to do? You know, there's not really anywhere else they can put it. But um, it's just not a lot of room back there. I'm kind of wondering what the the merch uh, layout kind of situation will be for Janelle. He's going to have to be like ringside, I would think. He'll probably bring his stuff out uh, intermission and be mm-hmm. in the ring, and then I would just imagine uh, otherwise he's just going to be walking around. Mm-hmm. Joe Joey's just going to be walking around all night, I would imagine. So uh, he probably won't be hard to, to to grab and buy stuff off of. Just have an extra white claw in your hand and be like, <laughs> "Hey, come here, I want to buy you a shirt." And uh, I wonder if I should wear one of my uh, Enzo and Cash shirts. That's probably a good way to have Joey say something mean to you. <laughs> I would probably do the same thing I did with Stipe when I wore a Brock Lesnar shirt. I had a, I got a picture taken where it looks like he's punching me. I'd probably oh, get, was he? Yeah, was he like choking you or something like Homer Simpson style? No, he was he was punching me. I would have if I wore an Enzo and Cash shirt, which I just they're with my CM Punk shirts. I don't want to pull them out of my closet whatsoever, uh, unless I'm like putting them in a box, which might very well happen soon. But. If I did wear it and get a picture with him, I would want to get one. I actually like a, a Homer or Bart Simpson one where I'm getting choked out. <laughs> That's funny. So, oh, boy. So well, how's, how's it going to feel for no more Joey Janela in AIW? How's that going to feel for you, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, Joey Janela fans in AIW fan base? Um, it's definitely going to suck as my guy. But um, like I said, there's no shortage of great names to follow on the indies. Um you know, I got my boy Mance. I got my boy Josh Bishop. You know, Dom, uh, Weird World. I, I love. I love a lot of wrestlers in AIW. So, you know, there's no shortage of uh, you know guys to root for. And he's in AIW. You know, they're coming to Pittsburgh. Uh, they'll probably eventually come to Cleveland. Um, so that's cool. You know, we we'll get to see him there. So it, you know, it'll make those pay per views and stuff worth watching because there's not like a ton that I care about in AIW AEW right now. Um, so, you know, that's, that's cool. Yeah. We have two of our favorite wrestlers getting signed to AEW. What's, what's up with that, man? Cause like, isn't he supposed to be in the stable with the dinosaur and the jungle kid? And then like last, last, uh, they had like some tournament or something's going on where the, he's not even, in, he's not in it. It's just jungle. I almost called him jungle Jack. Cause, uh, JR does, um, <laughs> jungle boy and Luchasaurus. I don't know. That's like, I feel like he's getting like. You know, like the pushed aside or something. He, I wish he would just be his own entity in AEW, not like with those two personally. Either that, or I wouldn't mind seeing like him work something alongside Janela. Because I mean, ironically enough, I'm talking about him, but it's just I feel like those two have a real life friendship and everything. And if if it wasn't for Janela, you know, we probably wouldn't have Marco Stunt in the, in this situation. Yeah, no, you're right. That's like his illegitimate son or whatever he calls it. Or yeah. Whatever. Um, but he, I could see them too. Yeah, he could take him under his wing and, you know, like, yeah, I could see that. Definitely. All right. We have the one match to talk about. Just, this is it. Joey Janela versus Alex Shelley. Yeah. Um, I don't really know a ton about Alex Shelley because I didn't watch like really any ring of honor that's not i'm just you know wasn't watching wrestling then so i don't really know a ton about him um i've kind of went back and checked out some stuff but i'm definitely not uh the reigning alex shelley expert ed would know a lot more than me that's for sure the one person i think of for um 
Alex Shelley. And I, sh- there was this one chick who used to come to AIW all the time. Her Twitter handle is at findastone. And she used to like absolutely love Alex Shelley. Whenever he would come around either here for AIW or other shows, like she would always go. But I think she's one of the casualties of just kind of falling out of favor of wrestling. And it's not just WWE or whatever. It's like everything, like even AIW. Yeah. Which that, that shit definitely sucks. That's a story for a different day. Just when people go, go down that road, but she would have been perfect to talk about like Alex Shelley. And like, to me, I was never a big Alex Shelley fan. Like, I don't even think ring of honor. I think of TNA him and, uh, Chris Sabin. Granted, they were the Motor City Machine Guns in uh, Ring of Honor and TNA, but that was my first introduction to them. Okay. My big thing, a knock on Alex Shelley, he's the only wrestler, at least of his caliber, I've never seen have a merch table. No hmm. no t-shirts, no 8x10s, no like, hey, come take a picture. Like, nothing. Cause, really? Because I think at one point I wanted to get, like, maybe a picture with him. But, like, you kind of, like, you have to wait for after the show, Maybe. If if he's up for it, so I'm like, ah, I'm not barking up that tree. But it's one thing I've always noticed. He never has a merch table. Damn, that's weird. Uh, do, does he not like money? or? I don't know. I really don't know. Normally, like, I kind of think about that with any wrestler. If you don't have a merch table, like, what are you doing? Like, maybe- It just seems like missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Or even if, like, all you do is sell pictures, pictures seem to be on the end of a wrestler, like, cheap. And you're going to make a little bit of a profit on it, but... Kind of at least getting uh, you know pictures with fans. That should be something I would say yeah. free and enjoyable. It's enjoyable to fans, but if you're not doing it, I'm like, why? Yeah, I, some guys just don't really give a shit. I guess maybe he's just one of those dudes who just doesn't really care. I mean, there's there's the ones that have the older mindset of like, oh, I'm a bad guy. Like, I, I'm not going to sell stuff. Which fine, whatever. But he's hasn't been a bad guy all the time. So like, yeah, like what the so fuck? he's. Is he babyface then against Janela or is Janela? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, um, who's the match? Tweener match. Him versus Dom was there wasn't like a clear good guy, bad guy, or favorite. Like it was definitely like split of uh, Alex Shelley and Dominic Carini of the chance. Yeah, but this um, this is Joe Janela's last show. I feel like more people are going to be behind him. Yeah. Um, just cause you're going to get, oh, maybe I wouldn't say more people know him, but like currently more people are familiar with Joey and everyone, like you said, it's his last show. So he's going to get the love that he so rightfully deserves, but you're definitely going to have guys who know and love Alex Shelley and are going to be real jazzed to see him. I mean, how do you, how did, how is, uh, the crowd seemed pretty hot for him versus, uh, for him versus Dom. Yeah. That's what I was saying. It was, uh, it was split because yeah. there was, there was the half that was chanting for Alex Shelley. And then the other half, which I know I was a part of, that was chanting for Dom, where the chant was going like, Alex Shelley, bone collector, Alex Shelley, bone collector. Okay. So It's hard to tell how many people are like chanting that sometimes on the live stuff. You know what I mean? If you're not yeah. there, if it's half and half or it's just a couple guys, it's hard to say. But yeah, I'd say that's probably going to be pretty similar to what's going on, what will happen Thursday, I bet. I'm thinking there's, it's going to be more people behind uh, Joey, Joey. I mean, this, yeah. this, it's. If I'm gonna compare it to anything, and granted, it's definitely not the same because of the audience. But this is his version of the whole shebang. Yeah, right, exactly. But 
There are there are a handful of people. I mean, I, maybe even a little more than a handful. But there's some people that are turned off by Joey. They don't they don't love uh, they don't love him. So well, that's why Jim Cornette's not invited. No, I mean like in in AIW. Yeah. Like uh, you know, there's a handful of people. Um, what's his name? My uh, my one buddy uh, Jose. Man, his mom used to come all the time. She was a big Alex Daniels guy. And when Joey took the belt off him, man, she hasn't been for a while. I have not seen Jose's mom in a while. Wow. And that's because she don't like Janela. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I mean the, the, no, not everyone loves him, but, you know, um, I definitely think it, it's his, like you're saying, it's his. Uh, it's his night. It's his, like, yeah, like going away, you know, like a whole shebang, whatever. I think people will definitely be. I think that people definitely. I guess so. Maybe more. Yeah, I thought fifty-fifty, but I guess not. Yeah, I, I guess it'll probably be more Janela. I don't know. I know I'm gonna be losing my shit. That's for sure. <laughs> Are you gonna cry? No. What do what, what, what you mean cry? <laughs> what do I cry for? Nothing, nothing wrong with crying. There's definitely nothing wrong with crying. Crying over a wrestler leaving your favorite promotion? Yeah, there's something wrong with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it depends. Your dad dies. Your a mom or grandma or somebody you love dies. Something sad happens. Okay, yeah. Your favorite wrestler leaving a promotion? You know, you can't cry to that. <laughs> You're thinking sad crying. There's also happy crying. Okay, happy I guess dude. yeah. Like when Rick was laughing so hard at Nate Webb that first time or, when he was back to yeah. crying, that was that was an acceptable cry. I'll give you that. That or, was fucking hilarious. Okay, there, that one's laughter crying, but like there's definitely like you're because I, I mean I'm like not being a huge like Janela fan, but maybe kind of like looking at uh, like like Johnny, like I don't know if I cried, but I know like I felt emotion because like here's my favorite wrestler, his l- last local show, and now he's going like after this he's going off to you know live his dreams like to me that's fucking awesome and anytime i see him on a like a wwe youtube video or something i'm just like fuck yeah that's my dude fucking doing it so proud yep. so happy for him and i think like a guy like or just not even just just janella but a lot of the people that we've been fans of that are now going to aew whether it be Britt baker joey janella marco stunt i'm really happy for all of them because Here's this newer product in AEW, and a lot of people are going to be buzzing about it. Maybe some of the people buzzing about it because they loved the Young Bucks, Cody, and Kenny Omega, and all that from New Japan, and and being the elite, and like to, like that's like their biggest reason to be a fan. But they're coming in and like, oh, who's this uh, Joey Janela guy? Oh, who's this Britt Baker? Who's this Marco Stunt kid? Who's Jungle Boy? Like they're going to get introduced to new wrestlers to me. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I agree. I'm happy for it. I think it's – I think any type of competition like that in mainstream is good. It may not be great. I guess it remains to be seen as far as for AEW – or AIW and like smaller indies, you know, indies. But I think it's good for people, you know, for mainstream wrestling. I think the stuff like that's only going to make WWE better, you know. I've always – People kind of... being jazzed for AEW is only going to, you know. When there was only – Three wrestling companies, as I would say, WWE, Ring of Honor, TNA. I've always felt like it was the next man up. And maybe you could, you did have other companies evolve, Dragon Gate and Chikar, like out of that, a lot of those still around. Those were like some bigger, uh, bigger companies compared to some regional stuff. But it's always definitely been next man up. And, uh, you know, Dom going to MLW and obviously he's, 
part of a of a system to where he's filling somebody's spot who moved from MLW and some that person like you know what I'm saying to where you're seeing him move up it's like all right that's great like the future of independent wrestling is in good hands and if a guy like him is getting brought up and it's I think you're going to see more wrestlers shine because now we have all these other bigger companies. And maybe you do get wrestlers, I mean, fans who look into these other companies, these other wrestlers, and, and learn new people. But obviously, you know, when, which I don't know the whole history because I wasn't watching independent wrestling at the time, but you have a guy like Punk, when he got signed, someone had to take his place in Ring of Honor. And like yeah. Years later, I mean, you get you get Kevin Steen in, in that situation of he him being one of the top guys. And it's just kind of, I've always felt how this goes, and I think... It's just who who the fuck's gonna step up, and I think that's why this year getting a guy like Josh Bishop, like he's he's fucking stepping up like a motherfucker. Yeah, he's uh, he wants it. Got to go out and get it, man. The opportunities are there. You just gotta you gotta go out and get them, and he's definitely doing it. But I also think AEW getting bigger and. You know, drawing newer fans like that, people saying, oh, who's Janela or who's, you know, blah, blah. They're going to see that. And then if they like it, which is probably a pretty good chance they will, then they're going to think to themselves if they go any farther down the rabbit hole. Oh, these guys, like if they were on the fence about AIW or any type of local indie around their area, you know, once they see these guys in AEW, no, oh, that was pretty cool. And they used to be on these indies. Maybe I should go check that stuff out. Maybe maybe the indies and these smaller companies are worth checking out if guys like this are coming from there. So I think it could be good for them. Um, I don't know. I, I do think it's one thing that we need to speak more as fans. Because, like, I had, I had a person who's, like, a somewhat of a friend of mine through Facebook. And I seen him at Walmart. And this was right after... Uh, bobblehead night and he's like oh i saw you meet d then he goes how do you meet all these wrestlers and i'm like i tell everybody who like if they're a fan i'm like you gotta check out aiw like yeah i, I get to meet all these wrestlers i get to meet all these legends but how many people did i get to see when you didn't know who they were and then eventually i get to look back and you know maybe you know yeah guys like gargano guys like uh now djz um so many of so many people. Steen. So oh, Steen, Kevin yeah. Owens, yeah. You know, Adam Cole. So where it's like, yeah, like come and there's even like some friends of mine, like a couple months, like they were kind of like talking shit about WWE about some pay-per-view, and they're like, Yeah, I'm really excited for this for AEW. Can't wait for it to start. And I I tagged, I'm like, quit sleeping on Absolute Intense Wrestling, and I tagged Absolute Intense Wrestling. Kind of like, click this link, check them out. Like, dude, it's here. And one one of one of the dudes that was in the conversation lives in Lakewood. Like you, you, it's in your backyard, man. Like, it's so close for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's hard to believe that there's wrestling fans. To me, it's like, it's hard to believe that there's wrestling fans that wouldn't go to an indie show. If you like WWE and stuff, that'd be like saying, I was can, 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 uh, what's the fucking word? Like, compare it, uh, I compare it to music. Like, if you would have fun at a big show at like Gund Arena, like some big arena or a big large show, could you imagine if you got to see music just as good at smaller venues? Like, you know what I mean? Like how great that is when you go to smaller venues and see bands play. Like it's the same thing. Like, you know, you like wrestling. Why wouldn't you want to see wrestling on a smaller level where it's right there in your face and you can go up and talk to all these guys? That's, I, I never understand that with WWE fans like being like wary of the indies. Like, why wouldn't you want to go check that out? 
I was in that, that boat once. I remember clicking through channels and coming on Sports Time Ohio, oddly enough, what was then PWO, and kind of being like, like having a conversation with somebody. And I'm like, oh, this isn't, I mean, this is kind of like some amateur shit. I don't even know what I said, but I remember kind of like, yeah, like, like just kind of passing it off. And literally a little over a year later, that was the stuff that got me into independent wrestling. And I, I kind of get where some fans could be weary. There are companies out there that they're, they're, they're shindy. Or even if they're not like the, the super of the shindies, they're just, they're the local independent wrestling company that doesn't really have any big names. It's all like kind of like local guys. Maybe they get some people from another local, still local company. And it's just like, I, I can understand that, but. Oh, yeah, but AIW, when yeah. they're constantly putting out big name after big name, how do you sleep on that, you know? And so, even some of the flyers you figure out bringing in some of these big names, if you were a fan of WCW over the past year and a half, there's been at least one name, and I'm not counting, I'm just knowing there's at least one WCW name that you would have been like, oh, my God. Same thing with WWE and ECW, especially we get at least one time a year of some ECW name coming for WrestleRager. Coming up oh, yeah. coming up here end of this year, we have fucking already announced million dollar man Ted DiBiase coming to two hundred. That I'm really excited about. And finally making his return to the area since two thousand eleven, Kevin Nash. I'm yeah, pumped that's about that. Be big. Like my girlfriend likes wrestling, but she doesn't come to every show, but she she wants to meet Kevin Nash because she he was in fucking Magic Mike. So that's funny. That could potentially, that's probably going to be another ticket for AIW and another $30 meet and greet <laughs> fucking autograph there, and picture. There you go. Is she going to have him sign that DVD? I don't know. I don't even know. Oh, I'm come a- on. You have to. You have to go to like a GameStop or an exchange or something. Oh, Guarantee she has you it. can get that for like five bucks. Oh, she has that. Pretty, yeah, she, we have it. Okay. Well, yeah, then you don't even have to buy it. And I was going to say, if you didn't want to like. No, I, I, I just I, I don't know if that's what she's going to get the sign. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't for me. She should. If that's for her, how she knows him, she should, because that's hilarious. I kind of want to get the VHS copy of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 and have him sign it. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Or the Mattel retro figure that looks like the old Hasbro's. That's Diesel. One okay. of the two. Like, I, I'm pumped for that. I, I love Kevin Nash. Anyway. Hell yeah. So, uh, who do you think is going to win this one match? Joey Janela or Alex Shelley? Um, I think, you know, he uh, puts whoever over. He's going to – Alex Shelley will win. I think you'll lose your final match always. I mean, we'll see, though. I don't know. DJZ didn't. He won, so. Yeah. I, I remember that really surprised me. I'm going to go out on a limb. We got a lot of surprises. We don't know any of the surprises. So I can't go into detail, but something tells me this match isn't ending Joey Janela versus Alex Shelley. Something's happening. I don't know hmm. what, but something is going to happen. And I okay. I think Joey might be the kind of guy that does go out like Johnny did and lose his final match. Sure. Yeah, I'm excited. I know that. I'm pretty, pretty excited. Um, I think it's going to be a fun night of, you know, not knowing... Not knowing what's coming ahead, and that's always fun, in my opinion. It's it's definitely going to be a a fun show, and yeah, there's, there's got to be some sort of surprise. Yeah, I'm excited, that's for sure. All right, um, that's um, 
that's our one match. We made yeah. we made sure to ramble and add some content for this episode. Um, we're we're going to be roughly around the hour mark after I take out silences and everything. So I think we'll be. That's kind of where, where I wanted to hit. So any uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? Uh, yeah, uh, we're going to have, I, you could listen to me more. If you don't know, obviously I'm on pod Van Dam. Um, we, this week we're having, um, AIW owner, John Thorne on the show. So, uh, give us a call. At least he comes, you put this out on Thursday, right? Thursday morning, Wednesday, Wednesday. Okay, good. That's an extra day. Cause I believe we're recording on Friday. So, uh, Wednesday or Thursday, Call the voicemail line, uh, 209-POD-V-DAM. I believe it's 2098... Oh, shit. Wait, I gotta find it. <laughs> I don't even know my own damn phone number. Yeah, what? Like, you, you guys... 209-763-8326. It's hard. I, I don't know too many phone numbers. I'm sorry, man. But, yeah, call. Give us, a, uh, give us some questions. Ask John Thorne a question or just say something to him and we'll play it for him and you can hear what he says. Um, other than that, you can follow me on, uh, Twitter at you can call me Ron. I could spell it out because apparently it's really hard. Uh, <laughs> Tyler's dad looked for me for quite a while and spelled my handle many different ways before he finally got it. Um, you're welcome. Internet. But, yeah, that was awesome. Thank you for the detective work on that. Um, <laughs> shout out to Tyler's dad, Tyler. Also, Jesse, what's up boys? Um, but yeah, we have a, oh, we have Pod Van Dam as an Instagram. Uh, we have a Facebook at Pod Van Dam and all that stuff. Yeah, that's it. And I don't know if I, I've said it on the show, but over the last year, the evolution of that show is is insane. Of Ed going like, ah, oh, I, I want to put out a show every week. You know, I'm getting tired of like not doing anything. So he starts that up, and then you jump on. And then Jonah jumps on, and then, like, after Jonah, like, the floodgates kind of opened of creativity and just adding to the show. And it's a really weird night and day difference if I think if you go back to the old format to now. And I, it's oh, just, yeah. It's just, it's just it's gotten like better and better. Yeah, it's different. Um, I, we've had a lot of milestones. The Dom episode uh, was a big one for us, the Phil Brony stuff. We got a lot of downloads that put a lot of new faces onto us. Um,. Jonah coming on the show and just all that stuff, like the the producing and editing, it just sounds much different, um, which is great. But yeah, it's a fun fun time. It's good to be a part of. Uh, I'm enjoying the ride until some fucking Jay Brown steals the idea from us and gets way more popular with it, which I assume happens any day now. And also, like just the addition of Jonah in the the local community of AIW, I feel like in between like everything with pod van dam and good company it's like a the aiw community whatever you want to call it just it kind of like bumped up a notch yeah it's nice to have somebody um you know doing the after parties and doing stuff like that who cares about the product and likes it because you know then they're gonna make sure that it's a good time and everyone you know people go and you know, it's it's nice it's nice to go to an after party or a place like that and spend money where you're like well cool i'd rather give this guy money because like you know he's he likes this you know he likes aiw and then he's giving aiw money you know yeah. so so that's always a good thing um believe it or not i don't know if i ever said this i know i have on our show but jonah is the one who brought me to aiw um he he brought me to my first show in 2016 the double dare tournament 
So he's actually the one who brought me in. Um, but then when he opened his second restaurant, Good Companies, he has another one too. When he opened his second one, he was pretty busy for like almost a good full two years. So he could really only come to like the end. The la- He would usually make it for like the last match or this or that. But then once they opened Good Company, I'm like, man, we should, you know, we should start integrating this. And he was like, you're right. I, this is a, I own a restaurant. We could just do whatever we want. <laughs> so even yeah, even like the, good. even the shit with starting the Patreon for for justice. It's just it's just that added uh, bit of him coming in. It just has made the community better. Yeah, yeah. He always jokes and says that I'm like a really loyal person, but he is as well. And he's a smart guy. He's a very he's a kind guy. So you know, stuff like that comes natural to him. Uh, I don't think he even thought a second about the GoFundMe thing. That was just what he thought was you know was supposed to be done. So you know, he took care of it. Um, but yeah, it's kind of the dude he is. He's a good guy. And of course, you can find myself at HeavySet three three zero on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Much like you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash resting cheers, Twitter.com slash resting cheers, and Instagram.com slash resting cheers email. If you so choose to desire resting cheers at gmail.com, we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. And I don't plug it anymore, but we still have the, the pint glasses and the koozies. Rick, I still owe you one because we didn't hook up after the show and I to give you the glass that you already paid for. And we keep putting that off, but they are available. I don't currently have them in my car, but if you want them, uh, let me know, and I can bring them to shows. And uh, someday I think I was selling them for $10 for both. Don't sell them separately because I bought exactly the same amount of each, and I don't want to sell like a koozie and not a pint glass. So just $10 for both. Still available. Um, please rate, review, and subscribe if you ever listen to this podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean, or Cheers.Podbean.com. Follow our friends on the Training Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, Old School at the Movies, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcasting friends, such as Let the Hate Flow Through You, Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, Road Home from Wrestling, Haunted Home Video, The IndieCast, Center of the Universe, Sobros Network, UXWA Today, Big Gold Belt Podcast, The Co-Host Wrestling Show, Spotlight Series, I Got Your Five Stars and Not Ready for Primetime Wrestling. Check out our other Non-podcasting friends such as Thirstor Jobber, The Savage Dash, PowerSlam.tv, use Rushing Cheers all one word and get your first month free, Ringside Shots Photography, Sickening Pictures, Good Company, Stay Tough, Smokin' Jay's Barbecue, Russell Void, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Rushing Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Rushing Cheers where everybody knows your name, even if you got signed by AEW. Later. Bye. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Would you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Yeah.